spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hey, hello and welcome. Hope you had a great weekend. I welcome you to the Inez Says podcast. You can find it right there in the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also find it on Spotify. Most places you get your podcasts. And you can also find me on the radio on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. You can find me there every weekday, Monday through Friday for Orlando's News at noon, 12 o'clock every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And of course, outside of Orlando, you can just go to the WDBO app. So over the weekend, I read a piece from the Washington Post. And it was the headline that kind of grabbed me. And the headline read, it's past time for Biden to hold a news conference. Here's a quote from the Washington Post column. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Friday that President Biden would hold a news conference before the end of the month. Last month would have been better, the column says, and this week would have been better than next. Avoiding news conferences must not become a regular habit for Mr. Biden. He is the president. And Americans have every right to expect that he will regularly submit himself to substantial questioning. Now, the column goes on to say this. We say this while recognizing that Mr. Biden has shown galaxies more respect for the free press and the people's right to know than his predecessor did. Oh, okay. So Joe Biden has been transparent about his relationship with foreign governments, especially the ones that his son Hunter has been dealing with. Okay, fine. I digress. That was an editorial comment. Back to the quote. Biden reinstated daily news briefings, which are led by Ms. Saki and often feature cabinet members and other senior administration officials. Those briefings are informative, not forums for White House lackeys to attack journalists. So there you go with these people. It all goes back to Trump like he lives in their heads, man. He's the gift that keeps giving kind of like a tapeworm living in their brains. Not a pretty sight, but you get the picture like the Washington Post and other so-called journalists have wondered aloud, like, why haven't we heard from President Joe Biden? It has been kind of odd. I mean, no news conferences, no Oval Office addresses, no primetime speeches to a joint session of Congress. Nada. Nothing. Now, in fairness, he has done private interviews with certain people. He's done a town hall on CNN. But you can kind of, you know, somewhat control those environments. A presidential press conference, that's a different animal. That's a different animal. Because during one of those press conferences, the president has to think on his or her feet. He or she has to be willing to take the tough questions, to be able to pivot, to be able to spin without looking like it's spin. And it's interesting when you look at other modern presidents and how they approached the topic of presidential press conferences. Each of them, and I'm talking about modern day here, each of them took more questions during their opening days in office than Joe Biden. By this point, Presidents Trump, George H.W. Bush had held five presidential news conferences, five. 
President Bill Clinton had four to this point, about a month and a half into his presidency. President George W. Bush had three, while President Obama had two. Now, again, in fairness, Joe Biden has given five total interviews to this point, as opposed to 23 by President Obama back in the day. As a matter of fact, according to this group at at Towson University in Maryland, the new president, Joe Biden, has taken questions just 39 times in about 50 plus days. Now, these are questions that are usually asked by a distant group of reporters at the end of an event at uh, the White House, the state dining room or the Oval Office, wherever it may be. And you look at this and JFK has to be rolling in his grave right now. He has to be rolling in his grave. After all, President Kennedy really was the father of the modern day presidential news conference. Kennedy kind of pioneered the live, televised, no-holds-barred press conference that really became a staple of the modern presidency. Kennedy held an extraordinarily number of press conferences, 64 in all, 64 in his brief time in office. And to me, JFK did it better than any other president. Now, Jen Psaki last Friday defended President Biden's lack of accessibility to the media and suggested that a news conference was likely by the end of March, like I said. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Why, folks? I hate to say it. It's working. It has worked. It's proved that it is an effective tool for Joe Biden. Nobody else. (laughs) Nobody else but Joe Biden. Did you see that Joe Biden's approval rating was at about 60% in a poll released last Friday by the Associated Press? 60%. This dude doesn't have to hold presidential news conferences. It's astounding to me. It really is. Because the less people hear from Joe Biden, the better off his poll numbers are. It mirrors what he did on the campaign trail. It really is astounding when you take a look at this, because as a public relations minor 101 back in the day at UCF, I can tell you this is how things are not ordinarily done, at least successfully. Now, let's examine the potential reasons why that shutting his pie hole has been good for Joe Biden over the last few years. Number one, the elephant in the room. The main reason why Joe Biden has not done a solo presidential news conference, and here it is, straight between the eyes, that's why you come here to the Inez Says Podcast, the people around Uncle Joe are scared to death to put him out there. They're scared to death. Wouldn't you be? They're scared to death to put him front and center. That's it. They're extremely concerned to put him out there while not being allowed to somewhat control the environment. They're afraid. They're afraid of the usually gaff-prone Biden who ain't getting any younger. And let's tell it like it is. Everybody sees it. Very few people will say it. I'll say it. The man is obviously, at this point, cognitively challenged. He just is. It's not a dig. It's not hate. It's truth. So the people around him know this and they are frightened to death of Uncle Joe opening his mouth and inserting foot like he did last week, by the way, calling Republicans Neanderthals. So much for unity. So those who were hired to protect Joe Biden are doing just that. They're protecting him. And may I say they are doing a masterful job. They really they are doing a masterful job. They did it during the campaign. They're doing it now. Dude has an approval rating of 60 percent. Now, he is president of the United States, and you cannot hide him forever, even though they would love to for the next four years. They'd love to do that. You can't hide him, though. That's obvious. 
But if I am on team Biden, I learned a valuable lesson during that presidential campaign. And that is this less is more with Joe Biden. Less was more on the campaign trail and less is more right now that he's the president of the United States. It really is opposite day, folks. How many times have I said that here on the pod? It's opposite day because typically the less people hear from a candidate, a politician, a president, that person's going to drop in the polls. Not this guy. Think about it. How many difficult questions did Joe Biden face on the campaign trail? How about goose egg? How about not nothing? That was a trick question because he never was on the campaign trail. The dude set record time spent in a basement while becoming president of the United States and not being vetted, not being pushed back from the media whatsoever. He won the presidency from his basement. His handlers know that his peeps know that. And they learned a valuable lesson during that campaign. Now, did COVID had something to do with Joe Biden becoming the president of the United States? Absolutely. It did. Absolutely. And the Biden people handled it to perfection. They use COVID to cover up this guy. That's what they did. It's a masterful job. Biden's handlers protected this guy through COVID using the pandemic as a ways to back off his media presence. It was brilliant. And let's tell it like it is. If that campaign had been a typical tough, long road to hoe in terms of getting to the White House during non-pandemic times, Joe Biden would not be president. There's no way he'd be president. So as bad as COVID has been for the world, as bad as it has been for the nation, the pandemic definitely had something to do with putting Joe Biden in the White House. And one more thing, one more thing that I wanted to mention about why Joe Biden is where he is. I saw an Axios article over the weekend that shows that right now we Americans are learning to wean ourselves off of political news. The article goes on to say that it's all about Trump fatigue, basically, that the, quote, departure of former President Trump's once ubiquitous presence in the news cycle has reoriented the country's attention. The article goes on to say that nearly every big news site saw its traffic decline in February compared to a tumultuous January that included the March on the Capitol and Joe Biden's inauguration. And one more little nugget about this article here. Joe Biden was discussed on cable news for an estimated 1,800 minutes last month. 1,800 minutes, according to the Stanford Cable News Analyzer. In February of Trump's first year, okay, February of Trump's first year, he commanded over 4,600 minutes of that cable news time. It's fascinating. Donald Trump sucked up all the oxygen in the media. That's exactly what he did. It is a case of Trump fatigue right now, and that's what the Biden camp learned during the campaign. The less you say, the better it will be. It's really very odd. So look, over the next few weeks, I'm sure we're going to hear much more of some in the media grumbling about the lack of media access to the president, about the lack of presidential news conferences. And while you cannot hide the president of the United States forever, fact of the matter is the covering up for Joe Biden and the hiding of Joe Biden has worked. It worked in the campaign. It's working in the White House right now with a 60% approval rating. So don't plan on Joe Biden answering any difficult questions for the foreseeable future.
That is going to wrap it up for today on the Inez Says Podcast. Again, you can find me on the radio each and every weekday, Monday through Friday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 at 12 noon for Orlando's News at Noon. I'll see you next time.